Brianna. And I'm Claire. And welcome to Salt Cravings. This is a uh, comedy podcast where we talk about our cravings and then try to solve those cravings and then... Have more cravings. That's actually, yeah, that's the third that's step. That's the whole thing. That's the whole bit. We, it's the we, cycle of cravings. Wow. Did the intro again. We did this. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And now... There we go. We're, we're done. <laughs> oh, gosh. How are uh, you doing this week, Claire? Well, I've been recovering from a flu, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been recovering from a cold more wow. slowly, that's aka fun. I'm still sick. Hey, uh, why did the flu get a record deal? Why? Because it was a great influenza. Claire, Claire, can you not do this to me? I'm <laughs> dying and sick. Uh, but also nice. We're really back in fall. And you can tell because everyone's sick. Yeah, I think I know more people who have already gotten sick than I know who haven't. Yeah, which is wild. It's like the first weekend, I think, of sick times. And everyone's already there. Well, now we're going to be immune. It's true. We are going to be immune. We are only more powerful from here on out. Uh, yeah. I mean, I find that I am just sick throughout the whole, like, fall, winter, like, being getting a spring type of deal through the whole time i find i'm usually just sick it doesn't seem like that's what's going to happen this time but also you never know you have a um illness prediction meter i don't i don't it's not a good one but i think so i think i have a a meter that generally says you're gonna be sick uh, all the time so yeah do you want to do you want to start us off with a craving yeah sure my first craving is actually um sort of relevant to this theme it's being able to breathe through your nose again <sighs> oh my god i've missed it so much i wish I, i'm like it's blocked but i can do it yeah yeah that's yeah that's where i'm at too i today is the first day i've been able to like properly breathe through my nose since getting sick and it's just it feels nice it's like some good asmr too Yeah. Can you breathe out through your nose yet? Is, are you still that? Yeah, it's still hard. That's still hard. But yeah, breathing through the nose is 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 quite good. I'm I'm a fan of that one. I'm very glad to have more than one hole to breathe through. Yeah, um, that's really fun. I really like not having to be like. <sighs> There's nothing that makes me want to leave the situation I'm in more than a mouth breather. Mm-hmm. And so when you become the mouth breather, you can't escape it. You, you, you just can't. need to get away from yourself. And really, isn't that what being sick is about? It's just really wanting to get away from your awful, awful body. Yeah. What are some tools you could use to breathe if you were sick? Like, what if okay. you just had a nose straw? See, nose straw, that's that's immediately what came to my mind. I think the, the other solution is, I think, there's a lot of really unexplored holes in your face, <laughs> particularly the ears. I think oh. I think if your nose is blocked, uh-huh. right, and you don't want to breathe through your mouth, just breathe through your ears. Great. <laughs> just breathe in and out through your ears. That's and, how that works. And what surgery do you need to connect your ears to your sort no, of No, you lungs? just have to think about it really hard oh, okay. and then it'll work okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's can you demonstrate thing. for us right now uh, I, I you know i'm so focused on recording this episode i don't know if i sure sure uh, you know what sure sure uh let me just uh close up my nose and my mouth wow that's amazing i can't believe i'm seeing this 
that wow i that i didn't i didn't think that worked that way but okay yeah, yeah no, see, see claire was just seeing the air come out of my come out of my ears you amazing know? it's like it's like the uh the, the cartoons, cartoons. It's like the cartoons where someone gets really angry. You've eaten too many hot peppers and uh, now you just are boiling over. Yeah, exactly. Well, you you know, that's that's a a good sick remedy. Just uh, just eat a lot of hot peppers. That is what I did. I I don't doubt it. But that also, is that any different for you? Uh, No. Yeah, exactly. So the nose straw, that's that's a good one. The nose straw. But but so is it a, a straw through both nostrils? Um, it's sort of like a straw that splits sort of like into two straws Mm. and then you stick both of those two straws up your nose and then you can direct your breathing at something. Oh, oh, Uh, at what? It's like a bendy straw. So I think, so the thing is, the thing is about this is, you know, you're using this when you're sick. So if you're directing your breathing at something, it's something that you want to get sick. Well, or you could direct it away from things. Okay, so you just have these straws that you constantly have to bend. You could just have it feed into sort of a bag and then have sick bag. And then if you don't like someone, you just throw your sick bag at them. Uh, uh, and it's just a bag with sick air in it. The sick air bag. Thanks, Claire. This is... Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. That is a thing that you can do. You collect your sick air and then you use it on your enemies. Yeah, you know, you're just some sort of weird superhero who has sickness spreading powers. Well, then you can also just store it up over different sicknesses and then you sort of have a variety of sicknesses. Like, oh, this is from the time that I had oh my the flu. God. This is when I was just sort of feeling a little <sighs> down. I don't know if this is going to do anything, but like... A sick cocktail. A sick cocktail. You can mix the sick airs and make a sick cocktail. Yeah, you know, that is an option. It's a lot. How about, what's some other solutions for... I mean, you could do the classic, just like, just drill a hole in your chest. Well, of course, that's, everyone does that. Though. Yeah. So that's not, that's not particularly interesting. Yeah, no. That's, that's pretty common standard, you know? The chest hole. Yeah, the, the, the chest hole procedure. Yeah. <laughs> um, most common, most common procedures done at, uh, at hospitals. Really? Hospitals are where they do surgeries. I mean, the fun thing about about a chest hole is you don't really need to go to the hospital if you have a hammer and nail you <laughs> you can improvise uh, um that's just like a really big piercing yeah no that is what it is it's just a breathing piercing a breathing piercing i mean you could really have a breathing piercing anywhere that's what a septum is Okay, I see. That's why you have, uh... Sep- have- Septums give plus two to breathing. Wow, that's nice. That's that's a good that's a good boost in, in stats. I'm currently at a minus three in breathing. Breathing is hard out here when you breathe. Is it hard when you don't breathe? It, it, you know, it's uh, probably harder. I can think... Well, no, then you're dead, right? So, like... Well, there are times that you don't breathe between the times that you breathe. Yeah, like when you die. So whenever you don't breathe, you're dead. I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. Isn't, don't you know how biology works? Doesn't that just mean we're all zombies? I mean, don't you feel like a zombie when you're sick? I, I definitely feel like a zombie when I'm sick. I was like around the house like this weekend just being like, um, I feel like if a pile of dirty laundry became animated. Yeah. Cause I just, I wear the yeah. same sweatshirt. See, I change clothes in some mistaken belief that that will somehow get the germs off me faster. Probably. But also, 
I understand. I just want to keep all the sickness contained and then do a wash. Contain the sickness and then wash everything. And then just rinse- shower with your clothes on. Yeah, and rinse the uh, no straw that you've been carrying around with you. Well, exactly. So what if, <laughs> what if you could breathe through your skin? Well, your skin does kind of breathe. Yeah, but like, you could be like one of those animals that receives oxygen through their skin. Okay. So That'd you- be fucked up. <laughs> I mean, you could sleep with your face in the pillow. Uh, there are people who already do that, and it boggles my mind. Yeah, honestly, like, what do they, how do they do that? I think they are just breathing through their skin. I think that they must just be. sort of, like, come into the human population and sort of invade it. I don't think they're human. Uh, I think you- they're sort of a hybrid of, like, human and maybe toad. And, like, to- okay. Yeah, so, so... Let it be known, if you sleep with your face in a pillow, you're a toad person. Yeah. Um, and whether you want to take that as the amphibian or the Mario, Mario character, character, that's up to you. I mean, you know, you just have to look at yourself really hard and be like, do you have a mushroom head? Because if you have a mushroom head, then it's the Mario character. Do you have... Do you have a craving to overthrow the monarchy of Princess Peach? God. Okay, but the, do the toads have a... You know, that's a really good concept for a Mario game, actually, is just the toad overthrow Princess Peach. Yeah, I mean, he is bloodthirsty in every Mario Kart, and just, like, he wants that crown. I mean... He's served Princess Peach long enough, and there's so many toads. God. I, I don't know if you saw the, um, the Super Crown thing. So the Super Crown is basically, they revealed in, like, apparently in the Nintendo Direct the new Super Mario Brothers U for the Switch, the version that they're doing for the right, Switch. Right, I've seen has, that. Yeah, has the thing where Toadette can transform into right. Peachette with the with the crown. Oh, okay, um, yeah. No, I know about that power-up. Yeah, that power-up. And I think that's really interesting, not for what Twitter has done with it, because that is that is What has Twitter thing. done with it? I've just seen, like, oh. images of Bowser and Peach yeah. together for some reason, and it's influx more, of that. It's, uh, the, a lot of the images I've seen are about Bowsette, which Bowsette. is like, what if Bowser wore that super crown and oh. turned into an edgy goth Peach? Okay. It's all right. That's that's its own thing. What I'm meaning here is that one of my friends had a theory that Princess Peach is a uh, a toad who was like given some special form of like you know how bees the queen bee has a special form of larvae that like turns her into a queen or something like that. My friend's theory is that Princess Peach is like that, and the Princess super- Peach has larvae. And Princess Peach has larvae, and that's why she's not just a toad. So wait, does Princess Peach just like have larvae and then they grow into toads? Is that how, where the toads come from? I mean... Do all toads spawn from Princess Peach? Uh... If that's... This is the worst possible place you could have gone with it. <laughs> this is the awful. castle is just the nest of Princess Peach. You know, I guess if you... I guess if you breathe into your pillow, you too have been spawned by Princess Peach. <laughs> we all started as larvae, didn't we? Uh, did we? I mean... Evolutionarily? Oh, I mean, no. Uh, That's not how evolution uh, works. Uh... Claire, how did you start as larvae? What did you mean by that? Well, you start as the larvae, and then you go into the pupae, and then you form a chrysalis, and then you grow hair and fingers and toes and, you know, normal human things. Uh, uh, um... Is this not a thing that all humans do? Uh, I mean, of course it is. Have I mentioned that I breathe into the pillow? (laughs) 
how how does it feel to be a human, Claire, with your own human uh, skin that is absolutely yours? Well, it feels sort of like wearing a suit. Wow, that's that's really interesting. That's that's really interesting. You know, a skin suit. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so that's another way you could breathe through with your, your skin, skin suit. suit. Yeah, your skin suit. Yeah, that's very important. It's very important. Do you have a craving you want to hit me with? So I, I do have a craving I want to hit you with, and and Please you know, not too hard. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. This one comes out pretty pretty fast, pretty pretty hard. It's okay. uh, so you know how dinosaurs are great, right? They are large. D- yes, they are large, and they are amazing. They are they're they're incredible. And see, the thing is, I love dinosaurs. I love all the dinosaurs that there are. Um, How many dinosaurs are there? Th- there's lots of dinosaurs, but the thing is, there's not enough dinosaurs. The thing that I need, the thing that I crave, is new dinosaurs. You want the dinosaur too? I'm. I need them to release new dinosaurs. Wow. When I need the, the dinosaur of dinosaurs. Coming out? <laughs> I need the dinosaur expansion pack. Okay. Um. Because, like, you know, there's carnivores, and there's herbivores, and there's omnivores. What if we got a different boar? No. Okay. Like, a different, a different, I don't know what else they'd eat. Maybe a rockivore? A dinosaur that just eats rocks. Okay. Huh? Huh? Where? What nutrition are they getting? Uh, rock nutrition. Uh, okay. What you if know. they just licked rocks for the Hey, I, I'm into it. They I'm into the it. moss off rocks. Well, and I like that because by evolution and in terms of what they need in terms of body, they, they could just draw them with like lollipop rocks with some moss on them. Because dinosaur uh, fan art is a thing, of course. Of course. And in in this case. The design of these dinosaurs who lick larvae and moss or whatever off rocks, they would just have to have an extremely big tongue. Okay. Just a dinosaur with a huge tongue. So are we no talking need for about teeth. Yoshi? Um, you want the Yoshi add-on? I, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I want the Yoshi add-on. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I want the Yoshi dinosaur um, or a Yoshi's brother Yabi. Uh, maybe not. I think I'm good on Yabi. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather not. People, people can can enjoy their Yabi if they want to. I just, um, I'm I'm good on Yabi. It's not really the new dinosaur that I want. Yabi doesn't lick rocks. Yabi just sort of runs the rocks down its giant mouth neck. Yeah, and that's the bit that I'm not a fan of. But I, but I am interested in the idea of a dinosaur with a, with an extremely, you know, there are dinosaurs with extremely long necks. But what if the dinosaur just had an extremely long torso instead? Okay, just and a ex- tiny head. Exactly, or just a banana shaped dinosaur. So you can peel the dinosaur. Sure. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, it sheds its skin. Okay, like a banana. This, yeah, even though most dinosaurs had feathers, this one you could, this one sheds its skin. Okay. It is it is the the next evolution of snakes. Snakes, but they have legs. That's just lizards. Yeah, but this is big, so it's a dinosaur. So if a snake with legs is big, it's a dinosaur. If a snake with legs is small, it's a lizard? Of course it is. Okay. Well, see, this is the thing about di- the new dinosaurs. They can be kind of whatever we want, right? Like, it's it's really fun. Oh, I see. It's the homebrew DLC. Yeah, homebrew dinosaurs. Dinosaur legacy content DLC. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think the thing that I'm really interested in is, like, you know, there's, like, several variations of T-Rex, right? Are there? Yeah, there's, like, big boy T-Rexes. Okay. And, like, like gigantic carnivores with, like, 
small hands. Are there small arms. herbivore T-Rexes that just mm. eat whole trees? I don't think so. And the trees quiver in fear as the herbivore T-Rex approaches. Uh, that's a good design for a new dinosaur. Actually. Yeah. I'm into that. A herbivore T-Rex that makes the trees shiver and quake. Like It's like how you enjoy hunting the potatoes. <sighs> this, uh, this dinosaur enjoys hunting the trees. Well, see, it's a little less graceful than the other herbivores, which maybe pick off like maybe mm-hmm. a fruit at a time. This this T-Rex herbivore is just sort of like the Herbrex, uh, as it's called. The Herbrex. Just sort of like chomps half a tree at a time. Yes. Its mouth is so big. In fact, its mouth is bigger than its body. Yeah, absolutely. Say. Its mouth is like, its mouth is huge huge it's so massive and then its body is like its body is like normal i mean it has to be to eat a whole tree well it, it does i i don't know where the tree goes once it gets inside but i mean it's eating like two or three trees at a time it has to be able to like process that it, it does so so it's just gigantic. it's just the biggest yeah no it is like the largest dinosaur ever and it's just it one chomp and it has 10 trees in its mouth yeah this is just vegetarian godzilla vegetarian godzilla <laughs> Yeah, that's what this is. That's, um, that's how I feel when I'm hungry. Um, the other type of T-Rex that I'm thinking of, right? Since that's the super giant herbivore T-Rex. Okay. Is the tiny, tiny the carnivore? Tiny, tiny, tiny carnivore T-Rex. It's just tiny, but it's it's like it's like the size of a cat. It's pocket size. Pocket size. That's even better. You have your pocket carnivore. Your pocket vor. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess that's what we would call it. Yeah, that's the name of it. The pocket vor. It eats pocket lint. It eats pocket lint. Dust and- bunnies. It eats dust bunnies. Yeah. That's really cute, actually. It keeps all your clothes clean. It's... It eats the little mites, if you got any. It you does. Got fleas? Not anymore. <laughs> this is just like a... You know those things that, like, get the uh, stuff off of tanks? Uh, off of, like, Water? fish tanks? No. no the, like, the, the things that eat algae? Uh, There's, like, little fish that eat algae. I believe it. It's like that, but land, and it eats dust. That's great. You know what we should call this, uh, dinosaur? What should we call this dinosaur? The Roombosaurus Rex. That's, this perfect. It's perfect. It's, <laughs> I, I, I'm imagining, like, because it's a carnivore, you know, it's slightly dangerous, so it's kind of a Roomba with a knife. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the concept of this. But tinier than a Roomba as well. But much smaller than a Roomba. Are there any other dinosaurs you'd want to design? I want, like, a swimming dinosaur, but it also goes into the air. Oh, I'm into that. So it's a fish bird dinosaur. A fish bird dinosaur, yeah. It's like, it's like a seagull, but it can dive. But stay in the water also. I'm pretty sure seagulls can dive. Yeah, like stay in the water is what I mean. You know, it goes into the water and its gills open up and then it goes on the land and it breathes normal air. Wow. It has the temperament of a seagull though, so it's kind of an asshole. Yeah, it wants your fries also. And also every food you're holding. If it's around you, it wants it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Golosaurus Rex. Yeah. Every- no, not Golosaurus Rex, just the Golosaurus. Gullibosaurus Rex. Haha, <laughs> made you look. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how you trick a T-Rex. Um, What's the new food chain? Because with, with, we're introducing new dinosaurs. I mean, we're going to have to account for the new food chain. You know, it's just sort of expanded, Who, right? Who's on top? I mean, it's kind of whoever wants to be on top, right? Like, you know, I think dinosaurs are pretty verse. I don't I don't think that there has to be one top and one bottom in, in this dinosaur food chain. I mean, I'd say the Herbosaurus Rex sort of just like... Yeah, it's probably... It's like, eating like 50 trees at a time. Like, yeah, but it's also not eating the dinosaurs. Right. Like, it's... 
it's kind of up there doing its thing. I think if someone tried to mess with it, I think it would just squish them. I, I mean, it is it is quite large. Like it has seventy yeah. trees in its mouth. Anyone go and like it's just wandering through like deep, heavy forest, just mouth open. Yeah, it it just would would kind of smush and crush and wouldn't really have to worry about being. You know, I feel like I feel like in order to take one of those guys down, it would take like twelve carnivores all working together. Oh, and I'm pretty sure and I'm pretty sure carnivores are not great at working together. I mean, this thing is so large, just sort of ecosystems start to form on it as well. Like what sort oh, of ecosystems yeah. form on this dinosaur? Well, probably there's there's like stuff that grows on it, right? I that's, mean that's important. A lot of the pocket vores. Yeah, a lot of the pocket vores are just eating the moss and the and the dust off of this dino man. Does it sort of have like another dinosaur that eats the leftover things in its mouth, the twigs between its teeth. That's that's the toothpick Rex. That's the toothpickosaurus. Toothpickosaurus. That's where toothpick comes from, really. It's, oh, it's... the origin of the word toothpick. Well, it is. I mean, it is. It is taking the twigs and stuff from this this large man's mouth. I like how you regard dinosaurs as men. I. It's more. It's more in the style of calling things. Uh, you know, like. Look at that big man or a little man, you know? Nope. <laughs> okay, well, you know, they're not all men. There's there's obviously, there can be dinosaurs of every gender. Non-binary dinosaurs, you know? I mean, we do need more just, like, asexual dinosaurs that just... It's true. They're all clones. The, they're clone, like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Because they asexually reproduce. Yeah, they, they asexually reproduce. I'm just wondering, are they cloning themselves or is something else cloning them? Oh. Um, is another dinosaur cloning these dinosaurs? Oh, I see. It's actually the dinosaur revolution and the dinosaurs have sort of made their clone army and now they're going to overthrow the empire. Actually, they would be overthrowing the Republic. Okay. Uh, thanks. That's the Star Wars lore. Actually, no, they would be, they'd be overthrowing the Trade Federation is what they'd be doing. Sure. The Dinosaur Trade Federation. The Dinosaur Trade Federation. Know, as we all know of. So, which dinosaurs are flying the fighter jets? Um, I mean, it's the pterodactyls. Oh. Who else knows the air so well? Or it's a new dinosaur who, no, it's a new dinosaur that has the wits of a pterodactyl, but no wings. It's the chicken dinosaur. Oh, where great. it can't fly. But it can, uh, but it knows the air. It's a, it's bird-like. So you sort of have that alongside the original pterodactyl, and the original pterodactyl sort of look at that, and they go, wow, I'm sort of jealous of the pterodactyl 2.0. Yeah, yeah it's, it's true. It's a lot more metal. I think the best bit about this is that it implies that the dinosaurs have this technology, which means there's dino scientists who are building... I mean, there were the dino-human accords, of course, and, like, right. all technology was shared... And then dinosaurs only made improvements as humans sort of wasted away into the background. Right, that's 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 true. So the dinosaur-human accords, uh, th this is implying that the dinosaurs are here today, now. Right. So is it just these new dinosaurs that are here today, or is it all dinosaurs have come back? I mean, they just took a break and now they're back. Okay, they just kind of came back. They just, no one like brought them back. They, they were arrived. Just, they just they just showed up. They arrived. They asked for a treaty, and we were like, "Oh, sure, why not?" The dinosaurs came in on a spaceship. Yeah, the dinosaurs were like, well, "Hey, we were chilling no. on another planet." Well, see, the herbivore is so big that eats a couple planets at a time, and like it's just <laughs> they arrive on the herbivore. <laughs>
That is the planet-eating dinosaur. Yeah. This is this is some really good dinosaur content. Uh, thank you for all these new dinosaurs. Feeling these new reveals. Really excited for, for these dinosaurs to come on the spaceship and, and greet us. When do you think they'll be here? Is that, is that also 2019? Just like the Pokemon game? I mean, we'll know when they arrive. We will know. We will certainly know. Yeah. Um, Especially with that second celestial body that just is essentially bigger than the moon. The Herbosaurus Rex, of course, is uh, what yes. I'm referring to. Yes, 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 yes. One day we'll just look up and see a giant dinosaur in the sky, and we'll know. And we'll know. We'll know the Herbosaurus Rex is here. So yeah, actually, this is important. This is important. These are these. Is the Herbosaur is the Herbosaurus Rex feathery? Actually, it just is mossy. Oh right, it's mossy. It has just moss that naturally. It grows. has multiple ecosystems. You're right. It has multiple ecosystems. It is basically a planet in itself. It cries rivers, so. Whenever you say, whenever you say to it, "Cry me a river," it just, it just does. <laughs> um, what's your next craving? My next craving is: you ever been in the bath and yeah, you're just once or twice? You have your phone, a glass of wine. <laughs> some candles and suddenly just oh you've stuck both your hands in the water what do now i want something uh, that keeps my hands dry while mm-hmm. i'm in the bath that's my craving dry hands in the bath see i'm into this also i don't typically use my phone in the water but what i do do is watch stuff from like my computer and you can't touch that computer once I can't your hands touch are that wet computer, right like you know i'll be binging a netflix show and then it'll come up with a thing of like are you still watching and i'll just be like i guess i'm not yeah not anymore yes i'm not i guess i gotta dry my hands off as well as i can on the towel beside me and then cry drinking wine in the bath is something i should do more though you know really feel that luxury i Um, mean you have a bath side for a reason that reason is wine the bath edges were designed perfectly to fit a glass of wine unfortunately we're not designed perfectly to dry or to keep your hands dry no and that is what we need it is what we need we need carpeted bathtubs to dry your hands off uh, uh, um, okay, that's one possible solution. I, I understand what the solution that you're proposing here is. Um. Carpeted bathtubs, it's pretty straightforward. Um, you should install one in every home. Uh, <laughs> only if I can keep my socks on in the carpeted bathtub. Of course. Okay, only good. Only a fool would take their socks off during a bath. <laughs> So I guess my question is, so the carpet is on the bottom of the bathtub here, right? Oh, it's everywhere. It's the whole <laughs> bathtub. Okay, so it's in the water. Well, it's everywhere. <laughs> so like on the edges too? Everywhere. On the ba- I don't think you're understanding <laughs> when I say your bathtub is carpeted. <laughs> Fully. Okay. Um, that's an idea. Uh, I feel like that carpet, now just, just a, just a slight, slight, um, potential complication. Okay. I think that carpet would mold. Well, not if you empty the bathtub and then dry it off with a blow dryer for 30 to 40 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's really convenient. Yeah. That's really convenient. Just keep your bathtub blow dryer right beside your carpeted bathtub. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really safe Blow dryer is also carpeted. (laughs) Oh, no. It's a matching set. Uh, (laughs) 
Is this like, is this just what they were doing in the 1970s? I have to, I think I have to imagine this was where their mindset was at. Yeah. I mean, I personally have not experienced a carpeted bathtub yet, but it's never too late. May I propose a a different idea for keeping your hands dry than the carpeted bathtub? I don't know if it's going to live up though. What about special gloves that don't get your hands wet in the bath? So. Gloves. Yeah, but not like fabric. So latex gloves. Latex gloves, but advanced. So they don't get your hands wet at all. Okay. Like you can put them in the bathtub and then like you, um, also instead of latex gloves, they're reusable. So you just, you just like, oh, and they're also have, so like you'd, your hands would get wet by like taking them on and off. Except they have a special setting. You just, you put your fingers together and then it just. Goes, your, the gloves fly off and fly into the places where they hang, and then you do stuff that you need with your hands, and then you put your hands back, and then it just flies back onto them. Okay, so we're sort of, we have these glove robots. Yeah, they're, glo- they're glove bots. Glove bots, yeah. Okay, cool. Glove bots to prevent your hands from getting wet in the bath. What and do you think about that? I think, so the glove bots talk, right? Of course they do. Like, they have to talk. Oh, and they can understand you, too. They're kind of like bath companions. They're just, they watch you in the bath. They make sure you're comfortable. They make sure you're comfortable. And and if you don't want to hear them talk, you just put them under the water. And they go, great. And then you, you bring them out again. And they're like, hello, miss. Would you like some refreshments? Because they can also bring you refreshments. See, that's right. the other thing they about the gloves. They walk to the kitchen while yeah. you're in the bathroom. Well, they fly. Like, they, they oh, already, course, you know, yeah. they, they fly and get and get you whatever you need. They're they're sort of handy. They're handy helpers. That's what they're called. No, handy helpers. You want the handy helpers. The handy helpers. Great. Hello, I am your handy helper. Okay, so you just want a robot that does things for you? I want a robot that does things for me, but specifically... In the bathtub. And specifically shaped like gloves. Oh, you know, this is great, because then the handy helper can blow dry your carpeted bathtub. Well, exactly. Do you have a carpeted bathtub? Yes. Okay, I will blow dry the carpeted bathtub. For 30 to 40 hours. <laughs> yeah, and then you don't have to do it. Yeah, no, it's great. That's you, You've solved the problem, the only problem with the carpeted bathtub. I... You know, I, it's what I do. It's, and it's what really it's the handy helpers that should get the credit for this. Yeah. They're, they're really, they're really helping out with this, with this, with this issue. They, they both they just keep your love hands to give you a hand. Yeah. And then the, the carpeted bathtub's great because if you do manage to get your hands wet in some way, despite the handy helpers, um, they'll you bring just, you a towel. They'll, they'll bring you. <laughs> <laughs> let me just, let me just back up a sec. <laughs> If <laughs> if you have this, yeah, <laughs> and they impart you a towel when your hands get wet, why do you need the carpeted bathtub? Well, you need the carpeted bathtub to dry your hands on the bathtub. <laughs> you want choices. It's all about choices. This is why you have the handy helpers in the first place. You can you can choose handy or towel. Uh oh! It seems like your hands have gotten wet. Would you like us to bring you a towel, or would you like to use your carpeted bathtub? I mean, also, maybe they just have a built-in drying feature where they go back yeah. onto your hands and they sort of It's like a, absorb. it's like one of those... Well, the handy, handy helpers are also carpeted. <laughs> On the inside, only. 
<laughs> yeah, but also they work like a, you know, like those Dyson hand dryers in every mall for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. They just yeah, they work shoot like that. air. They just shoot air at your wrists and then hope that that works. Great. Like while they're on or? Yeah, while they're on. Okay. So there's not air going on your hand, just on your wrists. And that's kind of how it works with Dyson. That's true. The Dyson hand dryers. Yeah. It's just like, oh man, wow, my wrists sure are getting dry. Thank God I washed my hands with my wrists. You know the really not funny but good way to dry your hands uh, with one of those? What? Is rub your hands together under them. That's, that's actually really smart. It's a good tip. See, we're all about different things here on Salt Cravings. It's not just about the carpeted hand dryers. Sometimes it's about how to dry your hands best in the carpeted hand dryers. All the, all the hand dryers in the world should be carpeted. Just like all bathrooms in general. Hey, what if more surfaces were just carpeted? Well, like our friend has a carpeted kitchen. That's um, great. Yeah. And I it's know. really, it's really good and they really enjoy having that carpeted kitchen. Okay, you know, that's great. But what if we took it one step further? The carpeted oven. The carpeted fridge. Uh, uh, the carpeted sink. <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this. Carpe diem. Uh... <laughs> Well, that that can only work if you have a carpeted countertop. Carpet every surface. That's the solution to having wet hands. Because then you can dry it on anything. Well, ex- exactly. You you come out of the bath and you just dry your whole body by just rolling <laughs> around on the carpeted floor. Or stop, drop, and roll. Not only good for fires, also good for drying your body. Yeah, it's probably better that the 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 potential issue is if there is a fire, you're just screwed because the carpet is just gonna catch on fire. We just have fire resistant carpet. We'll just make it out of um metal, absorbent metal. Metal carpet. Yeah. Are you? Yes, Claire, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, this is a really good idea. Thank you for this. Everything covered in metal carpet. That's what I want in my life. It's like that uh SpongeBob episode where they go into the future and everything is chrome. That's the thing that we're creating, except it's metal carpet. It's everything. What if? Instead of metal carpet, we did smooth metal. So you just want everything to be made out of metal? What if we did the chrome future? Maybe SpongeBob was right. <laughs> These are words you have to live by. Maybe SpongeBob was right. <laughs> Maybe SpongeBob was right. I I mean, you know, he's the, gone the, on a lot of adventures. He's very <laughs> versed in the way of the world. I will say that I can in fact see a possible future in which everything is made of metal. I can see that possible future or or just everything being made out of concrete. Mostly I see that one because I go to a school that is made of concrete. Wow. Yeah, um, SFU is a great school that is made out of concrete in a brutalist style on a mountain in a super rainy city. It's great. Are you sure you don't go to school at a castle? This sounds like a castle. See, it does sound like a castle. This is something I say all the time, which is that my school is the ideal supervillain layer because it's made out of concrete. It's on a mountain. It looks like a castle vaguely. It's like this faraway thing that like, you know, there's t- weird tunnels underground that can easily confuse you. It's the ideal supervillain layer. I'm, I'm not, I'm not unconvinced that there is in fact a supervillain. I mean, if there. the concrete wasn't enough to convince you, I imagine the trebuchet would. <laughs> that is kind of uh, kind of a tip off. Do we do? Do you think the trebuchets have a place in our in our metal future? Only if they're carpeted. <laughs> 
Do you want to get me a craving? So my last craving is I've had a concept for a TV show. I want to I want to talk it over with you, see what you think. So you know how sitcoms exist, right? Do they? Yeah. So so sitcoms are are these types of television shows, comedies that you sit on. It, it is comedies that you sit on, and sitcoms have some great. Are really they have a great formula. I'm a really big fan of like confessional style sitcoms, right? Okay. Where they have like the the cutaway to the like The Office. Yeah, like The Office. The Office was the originator of the style. I think it was. That sounds right. So my thought was, this is great, but what if we didn't just keep setting it in like, oh, look at this family in this uh, normal house in this nor- in our world. What if? What if instead of that? I, I've got kind of two ideas, and 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 I'm talking either historical sitcoms, so like the Tudors and but Game of the, Thrones, the game, original. Well, sitcom. and the other one is fantasy, oh, right? Okay. You have the fantasy sitcoms. It's kind of like what we do in the shadows, but like it's it's not in our world at all. I, I'm really surprised you didn't f- go for Game of Thrones as the funny sitcom that it is. Well, you're you're right. Game of Thrones would be a lot better as a sitcom, can I just say? I've never seen it, but I think it would be a lot better as a sitcom. <laughs> Probably. Like, you cut away to like, I don't know. You just that have show. Rob Stark from the grave is like, oh, this asshole. Would you rather talk about the historical or the fantasy? Well, I know less about history than I do about fake things. Great, let's talk about some let's talk about some fake things. Let's create our fantasy sitcom. Well, okay. First, is it high fantasy? Are there elves or what? Oh yeah. This is not in our world. This is this is high fantasy. High fantasy low culture. That's the concept of this. Okay, so we've just made uh, Matt Groening's new Netflix special, Disenchantment. Okay, but what if, what if we did it better? <laughs> That's true. That Like, what if we did it better than anything ever produced? Here's the thing. It's 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 our sitcom, so it's going to be gay. Okay. It's important. It is important. I'm, I'm also thinking live action is what oh, I'm thinking okay. here. All right. Not animated. Great. You know, you could do animated, but that's a little easy. It's much more fun to do. Yeah, it's, it's just way like, too easy to animate. Well, exactly. It's much it's much more fun to have people dressed up like um, like elves and dwarves and all of these things. I don't even know what the concept for this is. What's the what's what's our central conceit here? Is it a bunch of people living in a in a fantasy house together? Yeah, it's a fantasy house, and uh, we have fantasy capitalism. Well, of course, this is high fantasy. There's always fantasy capitalism, of course. But it's like you know these are these are adventurers, but they're not you know of course they're not good at their job. Right. Um, they they take they get on a little quests. distracted. Exactly. They take on quests and then some, they fail them or they get them. You know, it's that sort of it's the sitcom setup, right? Of like it's episodic, episodic of like monster of the week, okay. but like quest of the week, quest of the week. That that's that's my that's my concept for this. So, so who's the protagonist? The classic thing is to have the like human be the protagonist, right? Ugh, boring. Right. It's kind of boring. The protagonist is. The protagonist is a gnome. Okay. Uh, what kind of gnome? A gnome. Like, what are gnomes? Are are we going classic, like, gnome, classic elf? Or are they sort of, like, twisted? Like, what's up with them? Um, high fantasy gnomes are, like, usually, like, out in the wilderness, right? Is that, that's my general understanding of gnomes. It feels right. Like, they're out in the wilderness, kind of just doing their thing and sure. being vaguely, Gnome-y. you know. Gnome-y. Gnome sweet gnome. And I think you can kind of do that. 
But I think in general, they're all just big stoners. Oh, okay. They really like the grass. They really like the grass. Yeah. Gnomes are just super high all the time. And this gnome left because she's got asthma. She's got asthma, so she can't smoke weed. Great. So she left her, her people. And then she tried to find work. And then, and then she, she went to the big city, which is called Fantasy City. Okay. It's the name of the city is Fantasy City. Fan City. Fan City, of course. And then she tried to find work there. And the rent in Fan City is way too high. The rent in Fan City is way too high. She tried to find work doing quests and ended up uh, meeting up with a... With the with the two other main characters. Because you gotta have... You gotta have, you gotta the, main have trio. the trio. You gotta have the main trio. Right. Who's one of, the, one of the members of the trio, Claire? Well, can I just say, I think, before we go into the trio, the trio also has to have sort of like their animal companions. And I think one of the trio has to definitely be a... Ranger? Yeah, I guess Ranger is the... What are the ones that turn into animals? Druids. Druids. We have to have a druid of some sort. But what is kind of Is this to appease the furries? Is that no? what this is? Okay. No, I this see. is because you have to have animal companions and you oh. have to have the druid with the animal <laughs> companion. But druids turn into the animals. But they also can have animal companions. So now you have many animals. I thought the rangers were the ones who usually had animal companions. Well, now our druid does. What if they're just like a mix of druid and ranger and, and everyone's just like kind of, and we lampoon it. We're just like, wait, but aren't rangers supposed to be the ones with animal companions? Well, you know, it's kind of what I do. Yeah, uh, well, this animal loves animals so much and yeah okay yeah the the druid the druid hates animals if it's in its non-animal form and oh my god loves animals otherwise i love that this is this is great it's just like you dang animal companion i don't want you here and then transforms into an animal it's just like hey so best it ha- friend it has to be an orc druid right i'm into this yeah, yeah. i'm feeling i'm feeling the art because what we're doing here is we're looking at the fantasy races that haven't gotten the respect that they deserve yeah, it's an orc druid that turns into a horse. And a then our horse. main character a rides horse. on it. Oh my god. That is very funny and also kind of terrible. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but also faster paced action scenes. It True, true. Like, oh, first episode, we've got our trio. All right, and there's a horse. Let's go. We don't need an extra horse now. We just have yeah. a horse on demand. True, horse on demand. It's a great plot device. H-O-D, horse on demand. <laughs> And then it's only ten dollars a month. <laughs> only ten dollars a month. And then so so yeah, so there's the 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 horks. And then is the is the Druid's animal companion also a horse to make this really easy? Well, I think it I think the horse should have a smaller an- animal companion like a mouse. And the mouse just lives in the horse's mane. Yeah, okay, the mouse in the mane. I get it. I'm into it. And so the mouse lives in the orc's hair also. What if... But the orc is very upset because the orc is like, no, please stop messing up my hair. Oh, I love this. I'm loving this. I'm loving this vain orc. And then the third one, what about a a tiefling? Tiefling. I don't know anything about tieflings. Or we could do a dragonborn. What do you, what do you think? Are you thinking dragon person or devil person? Devil person. Tiefling it is. Oh, wow. That seems a little more interesting. Well, also we could just have a dragon tiefling. Half dragon, half tiefling. That's... It's a dragon demon. This person's gonna have to wear some incredible, like, makeup. Like, that's just the... Because this is live action, remember? We've, we've just chosen fantasy races that are incredibly hard to make in live action. 
Good. Well, our budget is huge, so we have our to spend budget the is money huge. somewhere. It's true. It's true. I'm liking the idea of the Dragonborn Tiefling mix. I mean, it's really the half human part of either of them just sort of goes away and it's a dragon demon, but dragon also demon. just vaguely humanoid. Yeah, I love it. So it's the size of a human, but it has like these weird, it has a tail for one. Well, it has a weird tail because like both of them tail. have tails. Oh, right. A weird devil dragon tail and it's got a lot of horns it has a lot of horns like a creature from devil may cry yeah but it like is you know a person and it talks of course hangs out and is a good friend and also it's a pacifist Oh, I love that. Yeah. It ran away because, well, both sides of its family just sort of not, not its favorite. What if, what if both sides of its family were like fighting? It's the Romeo Juliet offspring. Yeah, exactly. That's a concept. And it's totally a pacifist. So this is the main trio. Okay. And they're, do they live in like an adventurer's guild? Oh, God, no. They live in a basement suite. Oh, they live in a basement in suite fan in City? Fan City. Like, they they don't have the money for that. You're right. They don't have the money. They're, they live in their, in the basement suite with their... It's like a two-bedroom. There's three of them plus, like, another person that yes. isn't really part of the main cast. But occasionally, like, has a plot line involving them. Which is a human. I think that has to be the That's human. That's the human. Yeah. The human, like, is very rarely around. Uh-huh. But when... But occasionally there's a plot line involving them. Also, like, the landlord of the of the suite is a uh, dwarf. The dwarf just like is constantly banging with like tools and stuff. Oh great. On the like making making things and stuff. Very um, construction heavy dwarf. Very construction heavy dwarf to really just emphasize how terrible their lives are. Because that's what sitcoms are about. Ha- suffering. Yeah. And, and, and us laughing at them. Suite. I really like the this thing that we've created. Yeah. And then when they go off on their adventure while well, the horse orc turns into a horse and the gnome rides on it and then our dragon demon just sort of flies above and we get good action shots. I love that. I love that the dragon demon can fly. Well, it's a dragon I, and I don't a think demon. You're, you're right, you're right. I don't think the dragon boards typically fly, but uh, this one can. Well, that's because they're half human, but see, both the half uh, humans sort of got unhalfed and now you're just a dragon cool demon. They have wings. Yeah. I'm just imagining Ridley at oh, this point. I, I love it. It's Ridley, but he's friendly. He's um, a vegetarian. He's a vegetarian? Oh, that's that's a great detail. Actually, no. He's a vegan, of course. Of course. Of course. The, dr- the and he's dragon let tiefling you know. vegan. Oh, yeah, of course. In their first adventure, they're like out in the middle of nowhere and being like, all right, we've caught some, some meat. All right, everyone eat up. And, and then he goes, um, sorry, I'm a... I'm a vegan. And they're like, oh, do you want us to get you? But you only have sharp, pointy teeth. (laughs) You have a long snout. And he's like... You look like a dragon. (laughs) And he's like, well... That's a that's assumptive. I don't know why he talks in this voice, in the voice of this, but I like it. It's nasally. It's because he's a vegan. <laughs> All vegans are nasally. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I I love the, I love these uh, this char- these characters in this show. What's this show called? Ah, uh, Disenchantment. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's just Fan City. Is it? Yeah, it's Fan City. Yeah. It's got to be Fan City. And also, I think it's very important that it has, like, the cutaways and stuff. Oh, of course. Um, Of, like... And sometimes the cutaways, there's other characters in the background, because the cutaways are to, like, the broom closet, which That's very the fact good. that they even have a broom closet in a basement suite is, like, amazing, but, like, <laughs> you can't really... F- there's a there's a lot... There's no space in that broom or, closet, and sometimes you can yeah. just hear the other characters through the walls. Or you could have it be just, like, 
like where out in the middle of nowhere, wherever they are, they just have a booth set up and the person's saying stuff in the booth and in the background, you can see fighting. Oh, yeah. You can just see them fighting the other characters. The action scenes always take place in the background. They're uh, never the main. Person's like, you know, things are, things are hard out here. I, I'm, I'm definitely finding it challenging to feel like I can cur- contributing to the group. Did the you- rest of the group fighting someone in the background. <laughs> they offered me meat. That's, this happens every single time. <laughs> Every single time I try to go and have a quest with a group of adventurers, some animal dies and they're like, oh, you'll take care of it, right? And I'm like, I just have to turn to them and like, I'm a vegan. You know, I may have sharp pointy teeth. Just because I have claws and (laughs) wings and a snout doesn't mean I want to eat that meat. Welcome to Fan City. Welcome to Fan City. Oh, maybe the the title is Welcome to Fan City. The first episode, the pilot. all of the roommates moving in. It is, but it starts out with the person with the gnome like arriving in town being like you know I've, I've had to come out and find work uh you know but I'm I'm I've heard such great things about the big city I I think it's gonna be a really uh a really good thing and then someone steals all their gold of course and that's the that's the the, the like intro. the first shot the first shot yeah. Um, you know what would be really good? What Fan City needs? What does Fan City need? Some carpeted dinosaurs. This has been Salt Cravings. Thanks for uh, listening to our awful podcast about awful concepts <laughs> of carpeting, fantasy sitcoms, dinosaurs, and breathing through your nose. You can find us on social media at Salt Cravings at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And you can email us at contact at saltcravings.com. All right. You don't have to be a robot about it, I guess. I was being just nasally. This is just how oh, I talk okay. when I'm sick. You're being Ridley. Of course I'm being Ridley. Vegan Ridley. Vegan Ridley. That's his name. Vegan <laughs> Ridley. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't forget, send us uh, send us your cravings, send us your thoughts, etc. And so forth. Bye. Bye. Bye.